Welcome to Heating Up. Podcast about climate change. Our dangerous future. And what you can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Derek. Uh, I'm Corinne. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So let's start with our normal, tell everyone to like, subscribe, listen, review. Comment. Yeah, all those things. And yeah, thanks for listening to our podcast. What episode is this? Is this This 25? 23. I think we're getting close. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, so this week, what do we got on the agenda, Corinne? Just some news and nonsense? Just news and nonsense, too. Yeah, kind of light week. We've both been pretty busy the week before, so it was your birthday. Last week? Last week. It's Father's Day today. So yeah, good times. We did get one really nice comment this week, Corinne. Oh my God, my heart grew three sizes that day. (laughs) Yeah, really made my day. Uh, So we wanted to give a shout out to Pete in Vermont, who sent us a a lovely email. Uh, saying how much he liked our show. I think maybe he likes our podcast more than we like our podcast. <laughs> because he Which said, is encouraging because we don't like it that much. <laughs> well, you, you don't even listen to it. <laughs> uh, he said, you two are click and clack good. Which, if I'm not mistaken, is a reference to NPR's Car, uh, talk, car yeah. talk, which I Legendary. Loved, loved that show. So, that was great, yeah. And Vermont, great state. Of well, course. I haven't offended it either, so that helps. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> We've still got I got nothing got against it, was it? Yeah. Maple syrup... Liberal politics. Yeah, good times. Kind of a secessionist movement going on there, too. (laughs) Uh, Good stuff going on in Vermont. Nice. But yeah, so thanks, Pete, for the wonderful email. If you're out there and you want to write us an email, I'm literally checking the email. So (laughs) we have have no crew of, like, getting in touch with us is as simple as sending an email. Yeah, that's true. uh, To heatinguppodcast at gmail.com. So we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and clearly we will shout you out and be super excited. Also, uh, MJ got a shout out even in the email saying she was pretty cool. She's pretty excited about that. So Yeah, she has not stopped talking about it. Yeah, I think she might want to hop on the microphone and say a little, a little thanks or something here. Uh, do you want to try that right now, MJ? We'll see if it makes it on there. Thank you, Pete. Really appreciate it. See? See? All right. She's right here when we record every time. <laughs> but it's not an we exaggeration. We don't have a studio. This is my living room. We have to stop Which is times. between the kitchen. Yeah. Right now, there's food baking in the oven. So there's a million timers going off. There are dogs eating. This is, a, this as is unprofessional a third start. As you can possibly get. Anyway, speaking of unprofessional, getting right into the news this week. Apparently, right? there's a twist to it this week no right? well we should do uh check-ins with each other right check-ins? Have you, you you said you watched a new show on netflix there's the alarm we were looking for <laughs> there's two of them two of them. <laughs> at least they were polite enough to go at the same time We should do at least a thing of clips of us going, the damn dogs are drinking again. The alarms went off. We could do a little clip of that. Like our, our bad starts clip. I like that one. So let's get caught up on some nonsense. Yeah. So you said you watched a new show on Netflix this week, Corinne? Yeah. Uh, Murder Mountain. Murder Mountain. Yeah. Sounds... So that doesn't catch your interest right away. <laughs> uh, it's basically a couple stories going on. There's a kid who goes missing from San Diego. Um, had been working up in Humboldt County doing, you know, like trimming and whatever growing marijuana up there and then they get a little bit into the marijuana industry up there and how it's changing with becoming legalized and just a crazy amount of murders on this one mountain they sort of get into murder mountain merton it got the name murder mountain anyway it was interesting because uh and really i texted our brother brent who went to school at both san diego and humboldt uh because it very much reminded me of him and i thought well boy i'm glad brent didn't get murdered Uh, pretty good anyway it was interesting if you like murder Okay, yeah, like murder. I have not watched anything new, really listened to anything new either. 
Um, well, actually, no. I've been listening to the new season of a uh, podcast from the Ex-Workers Collective. That's a bunch of anarchists. I think they're out of Portland. Nice. But they uh, did an audio book of their latest book. I haven't actually bought it, but it's about borders and the American border and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Other than that, yeah, nothing new. So ready to get into the news? Sarah Huckabee Sanders is gone. Uh, yeah, but she'll be replaced by someone worse. I know. It's just, or just remember, not replaced. Like, Remember when they kept getting replaced like every month? That was a really fun time. Was it? <laughs> it was fun in the like what horrifying way. Like, oh my God, who's this new monster? Well, like the big thing about Trump and the press is that like he went, he set the record for longest amount of time without a press briefing mm-hmm. and he's done that a couple of times. So they might just not replace her and then yeah. they'll just never tell the press anything. I think that's kind of the goal, right? Or just tell us about when Iran sinks uh, oil ships. Yeah, but did they, though? <laughs> did they? Mm, probably not. I don't know. The guy driving the tanker, or, like, the company that owns the tanker, like, the captain, I think, said it came from the air. I don't know. Like, there's no reason to believe the United States at all. that It's like, oh, this ship got blown up. Must have been this person we were already trying to pick a fight with. I mean, listen, like, George Bush was obvious, but come on, Trump, this is a little too on the nose. Also, this is a play they've run a few times. A few have seen this game before. <laughs> so maybe maybe try something different. Sh- change it up a little bit, guys. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, sad, but true. Very, very true. Okay. News. All right. So What's we got, this spin on the news? I'm we ready got for it. a Father's Day spin on the news this week. Oh, this will be good. So we've got a bunch of bad news, but at the end of each bad news, I have a dad joke for you. Oh. Yeah. So this is a lose-lose. <laughs> this is a lose-lose. <laughs> I thought this. You'll like it. You'll like it. Oh, good, good. All good. right. We're going to start with the around the world news and then bring it back home. And then go local. All right. Yep. All right, so first story from the United Kingdom. More than double the usual June rainfall fell in just two days across much of the central UK last week, triggering floods, road closures, and general chaos. The Lincolnshire Fire and Rescue responded to over 100 flood-related calls in 24 hours, and Kent Fire and Rescue Services were called to rescue a woman in her 80s and her dog from a flooded property. So, yeah, as I was reading, I could not find any signs of death, just a little bit of destruction, so not too terribly bad the floods there no death just destruction just destruction uh, that's a pretty good title we should name that this episode no death mm, well, just there, destruction. don't worry there's death there's coming don't worry there's a little death yeah. okay Grant, i know the news makes you sad when i got sad last week a friend told me cheer up man things could always have been worse i mean you could be stuck in a hole in the ground full of water and it didn't really cheer me up but i know he meant well <laughs> um all right next dad joke. i hate don't no don't be encouraging. Don't be encouraging. Definitely don't clap. Round the world again. Okay, this is a double whammy. Great. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's Father's Day. I get to do this. You're not my father. <laughs> Italy. My father. Locusts. Locusts, Locusts. Corinne. The Italian island of Sardinia is dealing with the worst swarm of locusts in 70 years as the insects destroy crops, infest houses, and devastate animal grazing pastures, covering 6,200 acres according to Reuters. I have never seen anything like it in 53 years of life, breeder Luigi Pugoni told the Italian newspaper La Nuova. Weather patterns played a role in Sardinia as droughts in 2017 and heavy rains in 2018 created, quote, the ideal climate for locusts to emerge from fallow land and then move to cultivated fields to eat. Uh, what is, does Sardinia produce a lot of food and is it wreaking havoc on that sort of thing? Or I mean, 6,000 acres gross. worth of food. Yeah. So... 
In 2013, a massive swarm of locusts, roughly 30 million strong, hit Egypt in the Middle East. And in 2004, an infestation in Africa and the Middle East cost 400 million, as well as harvest losses of 2.5 billion, according to the United Nations Food and Agricultural Organization. So locusts is a climate change disaster that I was not prepared for of biblical proportions. (laughs) Very biblical. So, speaking of Italy, did you hear about the Italian chef who died? No. Yeah, he passed away. <sighs> How did you come up with these? I have a question. Did you come up with the news and then you tried to like find a no Yes, about I tried to find puns a, on pasta, puns on. Tried to find dad jokes that somehow related related to, the, to each one. Yeah. Okay. I, I, some of them I did. Some of them I couldn't find a good one. Mm, some of them are unrelated. Yeah. Okay. You'll you'll get you'll figure it out. This one's a nicer story. Another kind of not terrible story. Last week we talked about the brutal heat wave in India. And Mm -hmm. we talked about how the usual relief winds and rain from monsoon season were delayed. And while that's still the case, that hasn't stopped cyclones from developing on the Indian Ocean. And the latest cyclone, Cyclone Vayu, was predicted to score a direct hit on the coastal region of Gujarat. However, before it hit land, it turned like 90 degrees and kind of went along the coast, losing speed and power, and then moved in. And pushing up water to delay the drought? No, didn't. Uh, Yeah, didn't really stop the heat wave, but did not score a direct hit on the island or on the landfall. So it was way less damaging than they were initially anticipating. In fact, many of the people that were evacuated have already been told they can come back even as the cyclone loses power. Nice. So, yeah, kind of missed a, you know, missed it. Missed it. Okay. Let's hear Um, this one. That's not yet over yet, though. Oh. The cyclone has helped relieve some areas of the heat wave, but not so much in neighboring Pakistan where above-normal temperatures are expected to remain until at least the end of June. The counterclockwise wind flow of Cyclone Vayu is offsetting the normal onshore winds and causing offshore winds, allowing heat to build in Karachi and other cities in Pakistan and over the border into western India, according to AccuWeather. One of the hottest locations in Pakistan, the city of Jacobad, hit at least 100 degrees on all but two days in May. The scorching temperatures have continued all this month. Every day in June has been above 100 degrees for the city, which kicked off the month with a sweltering 124 degrees on June 1st and 2nd. The peak temperature was 4 degrees shy of Pakistan's all-time high of 128 degrees. Typically, the southwestern monsoon winds bring rain to cool down the regions, but right now the monsoon winds are hundreds of miles behind schedule. So, yeah, crazy heat waves still going on over there. Lovely. Yeah. So, after all that, Corinne, do you want to hear a joke about a stone? No. Nah, never mind. I'll skip it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a real whiplash going on here from terrible news to dad jokes, uh, right? It is disorienting. <laughs> this is the, uh, what do you call that? Cross cross training? What is that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Muscle confusion? Muscle confusion. <laughs> yeah, for your, for your heart. Muscle confusion. <laughs> your brain. Anyway. Uh, All right. The next one. At least 61 people have been killed and 356,000 evacuated from their homes as heavy rains and floods swept through large parts of South and Central China this week, Chinese rescue authorities said. It is said that more than 4,000 people have been rescued from floodwaters in the areas stretching all across Southeast and Southwest China. During the summer, China routinely suffers from droughts in the far north and floods in the south. The emergency ministry has warned that northern regions face even lower precipitation levels than normal this year, while heavy rains are expected to raise flood risks along the Yellow River's upstream area. Great. Yeah, so more climate confusion in in China. 
Mandarin Chinese, of course, is the most spoken language in the world, Karen. Do you know what the least spoken language is? I don't. Sign language. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. We mentioned a couple of times the trials and delays of the $19 billion disaster relief bill that was working its way through Congress. You remember this? The yes. d- bill that they shelved and then they were going to pass it and then that one asshole stopped it and then they finally they finally passed it at the beginning of the month okay finally passed on june 6 trump signed it into law and tweeted quote just signed disaster aid bill to help americans american farmers and ranchers help for georgia florida iowa nebraska north carolina and california (laughs) puerto rico should love president trump without me they would have been shut out he just speak in third person that's what he said on twitter Okay. Um, of course, I do feel like, wasn't he part of the reason, like, he didn't want Puerto Rico in it? And then, like, we passed it with Puerto Rico in it, and now he's claiming that he was the one who wanted it in there? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I think he didn't matter. know Puerto Rico was a, Puerto Rico was a, uh, a colony, a colony. basically a well, colony. He, he didn't know that it was part of a, well, you know, we owned it, basically. We still own it, yeah. yeah. Um, so about 900 million of that 19 billion will be heading to Puerto Rico. And Puerto Rico should rise up and declare independence because, goddamn, the U.S. still has colonies. Like, yeah. for Christ's sake. What is the going on I here? I do remember when I first realized that. I think I was in, like, sixth or seventh grade, and there was some, like, uh, what did they have? This TV show that was, like, True Life. Do you remember True Life, the TV no. show? Anyway, they admitted to Puerto Rico, and I was like, man, these people really hate Americans. Like, like what's all that about? And then I was like, oh, we own? Wait, what's happening? They're not states, but they're part of America. And they're was, forced to deal with Donald Trump, right. although they have no chance of no unelected No say in him that, yet. yeah. Well, if it helps, in California, we don't either. <laughs> I guess. All right. So, a slice of apple pie is two fifty in Jamaica and $3 in the Bahamas. These are the pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that one the most, I think. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not done. Oh, no. All right, it's, it's the home stretch, Corinne. Uh-huh. And while you can see at the finish line, there is no end in sight for the continuing slow-moving disaster that is basically the entire central third of the United States. I wasn't sure if this was going to be a dad joke or news. <laughs> no, not yet, no. The weather pattern is... Oh, sorry. An active weather pattern... <laughs> wow. I cannot talk today. <clears throat> so, as you know... The Midwest has just been hit with like four months of nonstop flooding and rains and tornadoes and everything, mm-hmm. and it can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop. It's won't continuing stop. for several more days of flooding and rainfall and severe thunderstorms. Storm after storm will emerge from the Colorado Rockies this week and track through the plains before moving on across the Ohio Valley and Northeast. The persistent storms will bring steady, heavy rain over the same areas throughout the middle of the week. The main threats with these thunderstorms will be drenching downpours, hail, and damaging winds. Isolated tornadoes are also possible. And remember last week, there was like 500 tornadoes last month, so get more tornadoes. Grant, I got a dad joke for you. Okay, here we go. If you have 13 apples in one hand and 10 oranges in the other, what do you have? I don't know. Big hands. (laughs) All right, of course, beyond the millions of dollars of damage and losses to crops and all of the devastation in the Midwest, we are starting to see some other consequences of the central U.S. deluge that's been going on for months. The latest example is that over 260 dead dolphins have washed up on the Gulf shores. Oh, man. And excessive fresh water entering the Gulf may be to blame. These porpoises are only the beginning as the annual dead zone off the coast of Louisiana is expected to be one of the largest ever. Did you know about the dead zones that appear off the, like, 
down in you know, New Orleans where the Mississippi del- Delta is. Is this just where dolphins come up dead? Well, what happens is every year as the fresh water brings all of the pesticides and nitrogen-rich water down into the water, it creates this huge algae bloom. Mm. And so the algae essentially like grows up and then dies and as it decomposes it sucks all the oxygen out of the water jesus christ and so it creates this massive dead zone so this year it may beat the record which was in 2017 and the dead zone in 2017 was 8776 square miles large so everything in that path that needs oxygen that's about the size as the state of new hampshire so I if couldn't you, tell you how big the state of Hampshire is. Well, it's but. about 8,700 square miles, about 9,000 square miles. So the dead zone Not is dead just now dolphins. getting... dolphins. Nobody likes that. Well, the dolphins, because the dolphins are saltwater dolphins, they can't handle, like, too much fresh water. And so tons of fresh water, of course, all the rain and stuff is coming out and, you know, entering the Gulf of Mexico. So there might be too much fresh water. So it's causing havoc on the ecosystems in the bay. Great. Yep. There's actually more dolphins that have washed up than washed up after the Horizon oil spill. So Wonderful. Yeah. This story reminded me of a really interesting book I'm reading about anti-gravity. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's impossible to put down. <laughs> All right. Great. EPA leaders spoke at a climate denier conference. This Wait, story, say this one more time. EPA leaders... So people that work within the EPA, uh-huh. the Environmental Protection Agency, Correct. were recently invited to and spoke at a climate denier conference, which is a thing I didn't know happened, but apparently the EPA is in on it. Perfect. That's what you hope for. Yeah. Top Environmental Protection Agency officials gave a presentation last year at a gathering of some of the most zealous deniers of climate science, highlighting the influence of a small fringe movement uh, hawking crank theories uh, that now wields a tremendous power in Washington. Oh, man, so much power. Look at what we're doing. So in early February 2018, at an event organized by the Cooler Heads Coalition, an umbrella group of tax-exempt charities and right-wing nonprofits that includes some of the most ardent proponents of climate change denial, three other EPA officials, including uh, Administrator Tate Bennett, Senior Counsel David Harlow, and then-spokeswoman Liz Bowman, attended the CONFAB with uh, Bill William, the EPA's Assistant Administrator. Apparently, they gave a presentation, but the EPA has declined to let us see what was in the presentation they gave there. Here, let me sum it up for you. Uh, Climate change isn't true. And if it were, that's poor people's problems. Yeah. So, yeah, good times. The EPA is meeting with climate deniers. How much longer till we start hearing... How much longer till there's the election? What year is this? This I can't is 2019. Keep track. We got one more year. One more year. And then we got four more years. And then years. four more. But, but in that next year, it's going to get, people are going to have a lot of hope. Here's what I'm, I don't think I can handle, is when inevitably the Democratic uh, nominee loses. Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe, when Joe Biden loses to Donald Trump, I can't, I don't know if I can handle all the shock of everyone being like, oh my How did this happen? God. And like, listen. Well, no. I mean, I can. But when creepy Uncle Joe loses to. You know what, though? Um, maybe maybe Warren will save us. Maybe Warren will save us. Maybe. I do actually. She's I'm coming around to Warren. I mean, I, she's always been kind of my like dark horse favorite. Yeah. I mean, she's got some issues. Yeah, I, sure. I totally understand, especially if you're an indigenous person, why you might not. Uh, be willing to forgive Absolutely. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. I get it. Couldn't of blame the people you for that. Are, that. Yeah, could not blame you at all for that. 
Uh, Am yeah, I going to get on the Elizabeth Warren boat before any other candidate currently? Yes. Yeah, of the people that are out there, I do like all the policies she's throwing out there, and at least she's substantive. She's just, yeah. But doesn't matter. The Trump train's just going to steamroll. I also think she has a chance of absolutely, of actually switching Bernie fans to Warren fans. Maybe. And I think she that, is the plan B for Bernie fans. I think she is the one person who they could get, those never Hillary's uh, Bernie fans could get behind, perhaps. Maybe. I can only hope, but I don't really hope. But. All right, back to the dad joke. So... Of course, while the EPA is hiring climate deniers, there has been a huge uptick in applications of people looking to become the nation's top medical official. Yeah, it's a real surge in general. <laughs> See how that one related? It was so good. That one was a little good. I was like, wait, is this the dad joke? Is, yep. <laughs> is this real that's, life? That's, that's, like, I, I, dad jokes aren't just, you know, they have to be just such a pun that they're almost not a joke. Unfortunately, the world we live in now it feels like an onion article everything yeah, does right? so it's too easy <laughs> this last story so we're on the last story finally Cran. oh thank god yeah uh it's of important to you too this is one it? is like i said i was bringing them more and more home to you so it started right. far away slowly brought it down to something that matters to Corinne. Hmm. because of your frail health and general <laughs> weak nature <laughs> one malady that you suffer from is allergies yes yes you and i both uh and nearly 20 million other americans suffer from pollen allergies Analysis of local temperature data by Climate Central and recent scientific research show that climate change is prolonging the season of suffering. Oh, I could have told you that. Yeah, <laughs> that of course. You just call that the title of my life, Prolonged <laughs> Season of Suffering. <laughs> uh, global warming is extending the freeze-free season. Sorry, the freeze-free season, giving plans to... Uh, okay, here's the thing. We got to name this episode Prolonged Season of Suffering. <laughs> yes. Global warming is extending the freeze-free season giving plants more time to grow, flower, and produce pollen. And as atmospheric carbon dioxide levels rise, laboratory experiments suggest some plants that produce allergenic pollen produce even more of it. These trends will worsen as humanity dumps more carbon into the atmosphere. Like global warming's effects on heat waves and vector-borne diseases, climate change's consequences for pollen allergies reveal how greenhouse gas emissions are already damaging America's health. Question, is there a positive to this side? If we're getting terrible allergies, is it because plants are thriving? Plants do get a slightly more productive when the temperature goes up and when there's more carbon in the atmosphere. Which could be good for the bees, well, maybe? It could, mm, well, here's the thing. No, it's not. Damn it. And this is actually an argument that early climate deniers would make like there is recording of like people in congress saying carbon's not bad for the environment trees love carbon like this is making the plants I meant grow spe i was specifically so. looking for bees help help for help the for the bees yeah. no this is not help for the bees i don't think doesn't increase i mean pollen. yeah but the problem with the bees isn't that they're not getting pollen the problem with the bees is uh that there are some mites that kill the bees and there are other things so it's not like they're going out there searching for pollen and can't find it it's other things that are like, killing the bees uh, and then I have a dad joke that also relates to you for this one. Oh, Karen. good. Yeah. Did you hear about the recent Elon Musk scandal? I did not. Yeah. They're calling it Elon Gate, but that's <laughs> kind of a stretch. Oh, no. <laughs> An Elon Musk dad joke. Karen. How did you, did you Google that specifically? No, it popped up when it I Googled up. dad it jokes. Re the internet really knows you. Yeah, it does. God, that's unfortunate. What do you call a dog that can do magic? I don't know. A labracadabrador. Oh, God. That's terrible. <laughs> That's, that doesn't even... Okay. Please continue. More? I have a lot more. You want yeah, more? let's do a, a couple of them. I used to have a job at a calendar factory, 
but I got the sack because I took a couple of days off. Wow. I just watched a documentary about beavers. It was the best damn show I ever saw. <laughs> okay, I like that one. <laughs> want to hear a joke about a piece of paper? Sure. Never mind. It's terrible. Nope, didn't like that one. It's too similar to the other one. Yeah. Never mind. It's a good segue, I guess, for a pun. Okay. Uh, let's see. How do you make holy water? I don't know. You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> okay, I like that one. <laughs> I'm going to use it. All right, Corinne, that is the end of news and dad jokes. I don't think we're going to do that again. <laughs> well, we'll see. It may be a surprise big hit. Pete will let us know, I hope. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, most I can't imagine. I hated it. <laughs> so, you hated it? I hated it. I mean, okay. I love emergency news and I love dad jokes. I don't know if I like the two together. Okay. So we'll see if anybody else liked it, hated it. Either way, if you've, if, if yeah, let <laughs> if us you know. Want us to sh- if, honestly, we're like, tr- you know, if you, you give us something you want, we'll do it and embarrass ourselves. You yeah, know, at this it. point, it's a real democracy around here. There's like <laughs> 10 people listening. So your voice except for is for you, amplified. Uncle Dan. Yeah, except for Uncle Dan. We don't listen to Uncle Dan. Um, let's see. Yeah, no. So I have another uh, surprise for you, Corinne. Let's hear it. This is, uh, uh, I, f- I thought up a summertime challenge. Summertime fun time. Yeah, so I was looking up uh, stuff for us to do on our vacation that's prepping related, related to kind of emergency preparedness. All right. And I figured canning. out... No, not canning. <laughs> Although I did find information about canning for you. Okay. We'll get to that in a couple months when it's canning season. You know, because some people think canning season's all year long. Some I didn't people even think make it's the, the summer. last episode, so I don't I know. understand, yeah, but know. I wanted to bring it up. Okay. Okay. Anyways, did you know that the Boy Scouts have an emergency preparedness merit badge? I think probably, yeah. And did you know that they're no longer the, just the Boy Scouts? They're, they're the, the scouts. scouts. So in honor of the Boy Scouts becoming the Scouts. I can get my emergency preparedness badge. We're both going to get an emergency uh, preparedness yes. merit badge. Yes. I have printed for you the requirements for the emergency preparedness merit badge. And okay. you and I are going to each get we're, what we're going to do. I love this. Individually, we're going to take two weeks. You're going to do it for two weeks. I'm going to practice for two weeks because there are skills you have to demonstrate. Oh, shit. And then in two weeks, we're going to see what we've learned. I forgot. This isn't like Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts, you just do it together. And Boy Scouts, it's like you do it and then there's a test at the end. Exactly. We're going to earn the Boy Scout merit badge for emergency preparedness. We're going to try. Well, one of us is definitely (laughs) going to do it. To be fair, you probably already earned it back no, in No, I don't think it existed back in 94. I swear. Well, maybe not. Okay. So we'll go over some of the requirements for it. We'll post it up on the Facebook page. And then we'll have ourselves record some of the work we do over the next couple of weeks as we get ready for it. And then we'll have to show MJ. And she's oh, okay. going to check us off on our merit badges like our troop leader. Oh, good. So I can bribe her. No. Okay. MJ is unbribable. Well, we'll see about she, that. She loves being in charge. She does love rules, but also, if I recall, I bought the emoji blanket in the uh, dollar store challenge, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so it does appear, is... though, that we have had to already earn our first aid merit badge. Yeah, you're going to have to earn your first aid merit badge. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, okay. So, some of the things that we're going to have to do for this include... Uh, discuss with your counselor the aspects of emergency preparedness. So, Corinne, you're going to have to be able to speak to things like how to prepare for a home kitchen fire, a home basement or storage fire, an explosion in the home, an automobile crash, and a foodborne disease. That one you should know already. I've done it a few times, yeah, guys. Yeah, you've had to get ServSafe certified, right? 
Uh, well, to prepare for and also how to survive. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do in two weeks' time. We're going to come two back. Two weeks from today? Two weeks from today. Wow. you got two weeks to earn a merit badge, Corinne. Oh, boy. Well, technically, you've got two weeks to earn two merit badges since you've got to do with the first aid, first aid stuff. I yeah. first aid, too. Okay. I like it. I'm a little, a little afraid. Don't worry. we got plenty of time for this. Okay. Sounds good. I'm excited for it. So, let's bring that on you. That's our new next challenge, Emergency Preparedness Merit Badge Challenge. Okay. And then let's see what else is going on in the show. Ooh! So, yeah, current exciting times for the pod. We're going to have our first real non-family member interview. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be coming up real soon, so stay tuned for that. A representative from Mutual Aid Disaster Relief. Very cool. It's actually going to take some time and talk to us, so it's going to be real cool. I think that'll be either next week or the week after that. Well, let's see what else is going on. forward to. All Uh, right. Yeah, so I guess that's it. So stay cool out there as it heats up. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll see if uh, I can earn my preparedness badge. Yeah, so if you liked our episode or if you hated the dad jokes or if you loved the dad jokes. Either way. Either way, let us know. Follow along with the emergency preparedness. Do it yourself. Let us know if you can earn it. Yeah, we'll post it in the show notes and we'll put a link to it on our Facebook page. So like the Facebook page, you'll see a link to all the things. See if you can earn it with us. We got two two weeks seems really quick for it, but we'll just do as much as we can and see where we get uh, does the do the boy scouts have a website that has all the information or do you need to buy a book that is what they're looking into you, you can get most of the information okay so you've already looked into it so you've gotten a jump on me all no right. i looked it up like for 30 seconds i purposefully only did what i printed out here i printed out one copy for you one copy for me okay that's the extent of the research i did we'll see we'll see <laughs> i mean just because i'm better than you oh doesn't... god <laughs> okay all right Well, thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. See you guys later. All right. Bye.